Hello and welcome to Brewing the 99, where we talk about all facets of Magic the Gathering's Commander format. This episode, we're giving you some ideas on how to play Webmander, online, live, Commander games. We will also be answering a No Stupid Questions question asked by one of our patrons, and we bring you another week of hot picks. Lastly, we break down our successes and failures collecting for Commander, so you can learn from our mistakes and start your collection off right. We hope you stick around for the show, and we also hope you take something away from it as well. You are now listening to Brewing the 99. Welcome to Brewing the 99, the only place in the podcast universe where you can find the tame versions of myself, Brad Taylor, and the wild man, Bob Kaysen, in the same audio waveform. Is that, is that about right? <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. So... Uh, well, it's another week. Uh, we had a we had a not a mishap last week, but we didn't release an episode last week because we wanted to kind of get ahead of everything. We were kind of it was kind of a time crunch issue uh, with other things we have going on, and then also trying to edit the show and get it out fast so that the patrons could have a you know an early episode. And we had the release for the week. It kind of got a little bit scrunched in time, so we foregoed an episode for a week and now we're ahead so everything's looking good and we can do our promises for patrons and everything like that so it's it's um you know probably nobody noticed nobody's listening anyway so Uh, numbers don't lie now a couple people so anyway um this week we're gonna we're gonna start off we're gonna talk about uh and bob calls it webmander which i've never really heard it called that before i guess people call it that and it's basically playing Commander online, which is one of my least favorite things to do. I, I don't like playing Magic online, like, you know, with a webcam, well, the with thing, the setup. You with- like to visually see your opponent because, you, you know, it's like playing poker or any card games. People have tells if they've got a good hand, um, if, you know, they're going to be stalling and holding out to, you know, maybe slow roll and play a combo or something yeah well i'm very i'm very picky about who i play with and mainly it's about who i spend my time with and i hate i'm even like this on the playstation like playstation i played (laughs) destiny and i haven't played in a while but i I played destiny for a long time for years i played destiny and i get on every night and people are always trying to like oh hey play with my friend or hey you know so-and-so is going to jump on i'm like cool and then like or some random person and like they have the most annoying habits or they're doing something something's going on you know yeah. and, and i'm just like i and i don't want to be rude you know what i mean i don't want to be whatever and no, you, i don't want to be you, the, sometimes the you have guy. to be that guy no i know but i don't want to have to be that guy and if i don't put myself in those situations i don't have to be that guy because true, i will be that true guy. so i i just you know, even people that I talk to online or I, I've, you know, talked to frequently online and I'm like, oh, I kind of know their personality. Like I'm hesitant about playing with them over the Internet as, you know, because you could be like, ah, I just, ah, I just don't. Now like you just you. killed it for now me. I don't, don't like want to be friends with you. Anymore. I don't like yeah, you no more. I don't like you anymore. Like so. And I, I mean, people are probably like that with me and that's fine. I'm OK with that, you know, but I, I don't like putting myself in situations where. I have to be the bad guy. And so I just don't do it. And and it's just, it doesn't have that same feel for me for one thing, you know, playing games online doesn't have the same feel for me. So I, again, 
Magic the Gathering. Yeah, and and it's one thing, you know, like, I feel like with a webcam, it is better because I can shuffle the cards, I can play the cards, you know, and I'm playing the game still. Um, But it's just, it doesn't do it for me. All that being said, it's 2020, going into 2021, the pandemic, all that good stuff. It's really forced people to play online more and yeah. using using either a, a laptop camera or for a while a very hard to find webcam webcams they were they were sold out like like toilet they're paper. still and the thing is is webcams have not gone down in price yeah they haven't recovered uh, 1080p yeah. you're still looking at 70 80 dollars for yeah for a potato 1080p yeah now if you want something that's 4k or a little bit more Anything with Logitech on the name, you're spending over a bill. Yeah, which is crazy. I don't know. I and I, yeah, I for the longest one. time, you can get a a 4K Logitech camera for forty bucks. Yep, if bucks. that. Yeah. See, and I bought mine used. I went on. I went on OfferUp or Facebook Marketplace or whatever. I think it was OfferUp, and I found a forty dollar Logitech, the 108, like one of the higher up ones with the with the mic on it and everything. And I picked it up for forty bucks, and it was actually a really nice camera. So I got lucky. Maybe you can too if you're looking for the setup. Uh, one of the things, obviously, you're going to need some sort of, you know, we're talking about playing online, not using cockatrice, not using um, yeah. arena or um, what's the moto, moto, magic, yeah, online. magic online. So, you know, you're actually using, you know, video live footage and sharing well, it with another person. People so, are using their potato cameras, which is their, their cell phones. They're using their phones. Some phones are great. Some phones yeah. are awesome. Some phones are not as yeah, awesome. They'll, they'll use their audio and their video from their phones. Yes. There's a, the hard thing about that, though, is that you can't see your phone, you know, like unless you have yeah, it set up where exactly. you're feeding it, you know, you're outputting it to a uh, monitor. Sometimes they're smart enough. They'll have their laptop over there and they'll go in with their lap with their another account as the fifth person to see yeah. if their screen is, is fine, yeah. then they log out. So you can, I mean, there's that you can use your phone. You can, you can buy a cheap web camera and some cheap web cameras you can get are perfect. They work fine. Yeah. Um, but also watch out for some of those cheap cameras, depending on what software and what you're using it on zoom. Everybody uses zoom. Mm-hmm. Problem is my 4k camera looks like crud. On Zoom. on Zoom, but on Werby and yeah. and uh, um, Spellgrounds, it's great. It looks yeah, perfect. Weird. It must be like a codec setting or something for the video. So, yeah. So, and I mean, I use I've used that Logitech camera, and it's been fine. And I and one of the things I really liked was the Werby setup because it's there is no login. Um, you just send a link to somebody yep. and you can get four people going and it's free. You don't have to, there is a paid version where you can record games and all yep. that stuff, which and, we have, which we have, and we'll record games, but there's this side of it where it's free. You get four people on there and it's cool. It works. It's great. It works fine. And then you can select like, kind of like zoom, I guess it's the same. You can just select whose turn it is and you can make their, you know, their screen big. And then you go back and you can, you know, jump around. So it works really easy. It's cheap. It's effective. There are free Zoom accounts and all that stuff you can use. Yeah. Werby is is by far one of the easiest things we've I used. I mean, you can use – they have millions of programs. They got yes, Discord. there's a billion of them. And it's just tried and true. For this league that we're in, everybody, we have two Zoom accounts. 
Yeah. That are. And if you're doing big events like that, where you're having yeah. 16 people on at the same time or 32 or whatever, uh, and they've done huge events, they've done, they've done really big events with hundreds of people online right now this year. And Zoom's worked great. It's worked fine. Yeah. They have different rooms, all that good stuff. Um, or if you have a Zoom account, cool, you can use that. And people know that. Uh, the, the, the biggest thing is like a lot of the times people get mixed up in, okay, well, I know I can go online and I can do this and sign up for these accounts and I can use my webcam. But how do I, how do I get an overhead shot? Like what's the setup for my camera? Now, and, and that's a easy. It's really easy. It's really, really easy. I got a something lot of people, that's $2. And it doesn't have yep. to use PVC. You can use PVC. We'll get into that. You can use an 800 count box, mm-hmm. get two of them, throw a buck a piece, or sometimes 50 cents or 25 cents mm-hmm. a piece. You notch it, you put your cell phone in that notch with mm-hmm. your camera facing down at an angle. Mm-hmm. You tape it to the other one, put some cards in there to be a weight, and there's your overhead. Yeah. So you can look at what's that called? Is it some sort of, they call it something when you're trying to look it up, you can look up DIY, uh, overhead camera mounts. Yep. Uh, there, there, a lot of stuff will come up, a lot of PVC stuff. You can get that stuff at home Depot, Lowe's or Osh or whatever, you know, home repair place you have in your town, ACE, whatever you want to call it. And there are very, very simple. You can do it out of metal pipe. You can do it out of PVC pipe, which you can take apart and you can make different heights. You can slide PVC in and out of itself with yep. bolts. There's a lot of different things. You can buy a, a backdrop thing like, for a camera for filming. Yeah, we use a backdrop, the green screen uh, yeah, backdrop. Yeah, green screen with a frame, and it basically has two, um, you know. Six-foot tall stands. Six-foot tall they, stands. They go from go up and four down. to, no, actually four to seven. Yeah. Then it has a bar going across and the top. And the bar is 10 feet but it breaks down into small sections. And Amazon has great cell phone mounts that mount to uh, round objects like mic stands and and stuff like that. So you can get on there, pay 10 bucks for that, pay $30 for a background screen, you know, green screen with a stand and use that over the top of a table. You can get a boom mic. You can get a boom stand for a mic and mount it off of that. I mean, there's a billion ways you can mount it just with a regular camera. People mount stuff off of ceilings. Well, I mean, there's, the, there's a billion the ways table to do mounts it. for your for the microphones. Uh, there's a guy that has one of those situated, yeah. and he has a light situated on top of that. Yeah, and it it's getting him by. Yeah. So look at, I mean, everybody's situation and where you film at, where your desk is, and how you do it, or if you want to film four people playing at your house, uh, is going to be different. And you can go online. You can search DIY overhead cam mounts. Um, you know, there's, there's phone mounts on Amazon that you can get that are very good. Yes. And there are, you know, looking to mic stands, looking to, you know, the PVC, the metal pipe, you know, looking at anything that you think might fit your budget and, and your area the best. And is it going to be permanent? Are you going to have to move it? Those are all things you're looking at. Uh, But once you get the overhead mount, that's it. You have a camera facing down. Just make sure if you're doing PVC, and it's going to be a station. It's going to stay there. Make sure you cut it properly because if you don't, and say you just start gluing, I've seen guys glue it together and, and they go on height. And yeah, it's like three and a half feet tall. Yeah, I'm going, dude. I can't see your cards. Yeah, and they're like, oh well, what am I supposed to do? I'm like, well, can you move it a little bit closer? Yeah, which and you can make it adjustable if you take you know one inch PVC and three 
quarter inch PVC and the, you know, that will slide into itself most yep. times. And you can take, you know, nuts and bolts and, you know, make it work. Take a bolt with a wing nut, you know, drill some holes. And, you know, if you have a drill, you know, some people don't have access to that stuff and that's fine, but you can get different size PVC and cut it down and just have different heights that you can make those two. So there are very simple ways to do it, but once, you know, the simplest way is the way you can figure out. And like I said, you go online, search overhead cam mounts, DIY, all that good stuff. You'll find something that will fit your budget. There's cardboard boxes. There's people are very inventive and creative and they do all kinds of things. If they don't got the money to do it, even, the even $20 is even still, if you have the money to do it, sometimes it's easier just to go buy some crap. Mine cost Depot. me a total of $9. Yeah. It is two metal brackets that I have screwed yeah. onto my desk and some PVC that go into it. Yeah. And two elbow joints and another piece of PVC, and that's it. Yeah. And then you have a mount, obviously. Now, my mount for mount clips two cameras or for one camera, webcam or my phone, depending on which what, what I'm doing with it, and two mounts for my uh, lights. Yeah. And I use, I have a boom stand that, that was, I'm just like, oh, I just use Mike boom stand, which is the arm that goes out and I can hover it over, you know, my play mat. So everybody's different and, and I could set it up better. I could do, you know, something that's a little cooler, a little, a little bit more stable. Um, but that's just how I do it. So, you know, you just do it how you want to do it. The other thing is, you know, picking the right platform for you. Uh, software wise, as far as Zoom, Werby, you know, Spellgrounds, you know, there's a there's a bunch uh, yeah. of different things you can I, use. I can, we've tried all three. So Zoom, I like Zoom because we can do mass mass groups. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's, if it's quick and dirty, Whereby is great. Yeah, Whereby is you go in there, you, you get a link, and then people come, you know, can get on, they can hop on. Yeah, you spend it's fifteen dollars a month unless you buy the year package and it goes down to ten dollars. That's where you can record if you want to start sticking yeah, stuff on you YouTube. You can have more people on there, all that stuff. And I can rooms. get up to uh, 15 players or 16 players yeah. in that thing and create separate rooms for each one of them. Similar to Zoom. And I'm finding out that, hey, the best thing about it, when I record, it doesn't record onto my system. It actually records on, on their, their server. System. Yeah, you can download So it. I just have to download it once I'm done. Yeah. So no internet lag issues yep. while you're recording. Exactly. Nice. So, yeah. So like I said, there's a billion different ways to do it. Uh, once you get your overhead cam set up, uh, make sure you have a microphone, whether it be on your laptop, laptop or your camera, and then you're ready to go. And it's just finding players. And we've did an episode on finding players uh, to play with. And it's pretty simple. Most people will already have people to play with and just might not have an understanding of how to play online. And that's okay. And you don't have to play online. Like I, I just, I choose, I have all kinds of people to play with online and I don't play online really. I just, one of it's a time issue, you know, I'm busy. And the other part of it is it's not my favorite thing to do. Yeah. Um, for, for two, two reasons for myself. And this is just myself is I have kids running around Yeah, a lot of times, you know, my son, he's five. And he's running around beating on everything and I'm slapping him around. <laughs> yep. And the other thing is like, uh, or my daughters will be here and my wife and everybody. So it's like, there's people around. And so it's harder for me to do it because I don't get, I don't, I like to be left in peace when I'm playing magic. Um, and the other part of it is I have kind of an anxiety, I guess you could call it about going online and playing. Even if I know people, you know, I know who I'm playing with. That's easier for me. 
I still don't like it. I still have this anxiety about it. So yeah, you rather be there. you rather be in person. I'm a face to face, you know, type of person. So it's just it's just how it works for me. So it is what it is, you know. Anything to add on Webmander? I mean, and if you have any questions, again, you can always hit us up. up. Yeah, it's some of this stuff's hard to explain on you know a podcast. But if you have questions, if you're interested in it, and and we will be playing some games with patrons and and people who listen to the show, uh, probably using Whereby because it's very simple. And um, you know, if you want to play, you already have a setup, or you have a really cool setup and you want to share it, uh, hit us up, get us the info, and and yep. we'll, we'll put it out there. So. And we appreciate it. Um, and if you guys want an instructions on something, I can show you a picture of my get up. Yeah. Again, just hit us up and, and we're happy to answer you back. And we'll, you know, we'll show you, give you pictures, send you links. You I got know, all that good I got stuff. A, so. I got a bunch of guys that have every camera rig is different for each one of these 16 players. So yeah. you can see, you can go f- look at the guys that are tech wizards that work for Microsoft and Amazon. You know, they got 10 screens and this and that. And of course their, their setup is elaborate. I'm going like, man, how much did you just, Oh, I spent a couple hundred. I was like, man, not for me. Yeah. Then you got guys who go, well, I only spent two bucks Yeah, and I'm using cardboard box. And I got sticks and tape. I got got tape and two cardboard boxes. Yeah. And, and whatever works for you, you know, so whatever makes you feel comfortable. So yeah, just hit us up and we'd be happy to share uh, some of our, you know, setups with you and get you going from there. If you have any questions, cause I know we have had some people ask us, they want to get started in, you know, some people are new to magic and they just don't know where to go with it. So there's no need to spend a billion dollars. You know, you're already spending that on magic. Yeah. Cause so. <laughs> I'd rather have you spend a little extra money on your cards than a set to get to staples yeah. versus to build something and then go, it's wrong. Then have to spend twice money, as much money yeah. or, or to just, try to get it right. Or buy something that you don't need. That's a lot of case, you know, people buy stuff just because they think they need it and they don't. So if you don't know, ask, and it could be one of the stupid questions, no stupid questions, you know, like just, just take it, you know, and, and give us a shout out and be like, Hey, I'm trying to do this. What do you think? What's the best option for me? I got, I got this much money, you know, or, or whatever, or, Hey, I got, this is my setup. It works great. And it's only 10 bucks, you know, and maybe we haven't seen it. So that's really cool. And we, we appreciate that. So That'll be it pretty much on that. Um, again, if if you want to hit us up, it's brewingthe99 at gmail.com or any one of our social media handles. You can hit us up and we'll get back to you uh, as soon as we can. So before we go into the next segment, uh, I got some some things I got to mention. And the first one is we are a member of the Podbelly Network. You can check us out uh, as well as others on the network uh, by going to podbelly.com. And I believe they have, I want to say they have an RSS feed with with podcasts, but I'm not not quite sure on that. So I don't. I guess I don't want to say that, but I already said it. So it's too bad. <laughs> so, uh, but you can go on Instagram and find them and, uh, they have, you know, cool stuff. They have merchandise and all that good stuff too. And if you're looking for other podcasts that are different from this, that you just, you know, say you're a truck driver or, you know, you do something where you sit in an office all day and you listen to podcasts, uh, that's a great resource. They have a bunch of shows on there and they're all from different backgrounds and, and different types of shows. So go check them out. Podbelly.com. Uh, the next one is patron. If you'd like to support the show, which, um, you know, we, I just want to give a shout out to all the patrons. Thank you for helping us out. We are a new show and just the love we've received, uh, the reviews, the, you know, everything, everybody's been super cool and we appreciate it. 
And you you also can go to patreon.com uh, forward slash brewing the 99 to sign up and um, just get, I mean, as little as a dollar helps out, people hop on there, give us a buck. It's $12 a year. And, you know, we, we're, we're hosting this on a server somewhere, uh, probably not in the United States. I have it's no on idea. the moon. Yeah, it's in the, it's on the moon, uh, beaming to Mars and then coming here. And that costs, you know, so much, do- you know, X amount of dollars a month. And the more uh, listens we get, the more that goes up, you know, the storage, the bandwidth, everything goes up. So we appreciate even just a dollar. You are, uh, you are a champion, even if you're doing that. So you don't have to be giving us a thousand dollars a month. It's, it's not feasible. We understand, but 12 bucks a year, super helpful. And we appreciate it. And if you'd like to give more, uh, we appreciate it even more. So, uh, it's, it's awesome. And we're trying to give back to our patrons by doing giveaways and all that good stuff. So, um, as always, we'd like to thank, uh, some of our new patrons and this week they include, and actually the first one is a, a member of a family of patrons. Now yeah. there's yeah. three of them. Uh, <laughs> and this is the father of the patrons. Oh, did, so did he show up for the, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And of- actually he, he doesn't live in our area, but well, he lives a few hours away, but we've met him. So, uh, and I've met him a couple of times, uh, but he's a super cool guy. And his sons are on here. And actually, the no stupid questions question is from one of his sons. So, is it Mr. Uh, second place for the Demonic Consultants tournament? No, nope, the other one. Oh, okay. One. So, Mr. Last place from the Demonic Consultants. Tournament. Oh, <laughs> I oh. guess. I don't know. <laughs> All right. So, we have uh, John Kinshiro out of California. Yeah. Okay, we got Jason R.K. out of Utah. We got Penelope Kinger out of Pennsylvania. Well, was that Pennsylvania? Yeah. Yeah, then we got, uh, oh, man. <laughs> I, it looked like Jerome Slytherin, but it's no. not. What is it? What? It's Sitherland. Sitherland out of California. Yeah. I wonder where he's at. And then we got Tom Watts out of Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Okay. Yo, Oki. So uh, thank you. <laughs> Thank you to our patrons. I didn't butcher uh, it this week. Yeah, not as, as bad. bad. Yeah. Well, you stopped yourself on the Slytherin. Um, yeah. Thank you to all of our patrons. And as a patron, I have access to other content such as videos and bonus episodes. And uh, like I said, we're still gearing up. So to those who are patiently waiting and just supporting us just because you like the show, it's much appreciated. And we have, we do have, and we've been talking about things that we're going to get going. Well, we have, uh, a, we actually have things going in the background. It's just, yes. the problem is, is, Time. The time, time constraints, <laughs> ordering certain things yes. and getting them in stock yeah, and right now making is things. Terrible. It is the it's, worst. This pandemic really sucks On certain, in certain ways. Some it's stuff some will, it'll take two months to make or. Yeah. So the other thing is um, like videos and stuff are, are. Yeah. I have a video that's supposed to be going up this weekend. Yes. And they're, they're very time consuming. And as far as, um, you know, rendering down and all that stuff. So, but one of the things is when we, when we, when we foregoed an episode this last week, we really. It, that was part of it is being able to kind of offset the, how fast we have to pump these out. And then it gives us some time to do some other stuff too. So hopefully you'll see uh, some more content being added. Yeah. Cause we're really trying to give back to the Patreons. So it's, we want to make sure that they're taken care of just like everybody else. Yeah. Well, we're not, we're not favoring anybody over anybody. Oh, no, we are. Yeah, we are. Yeah, but patrons. Yeah. 
So yeah, so that that if they're happy, we're happy. Yeah, for sure. So uh, and then also patrons, if you have any you know any suggestions, there's things that you want um, that you want us to add or talk about. You know, behind the scenes, let us know, and we'd be happy to do it. Uh, again, go to patreon.com forward slash brewing the ninety nine to support the show. I've been in this game for years. It made me an animal. There's rules to this ish, so we wrote you a manual. A step-by-step booklet for you to get your game on track, not your wig pushed back. Listen up, as we give you the rules for collecting Commander. Alright, so this segment I'm calling Collecting Commander. And and there's... Man, we've been collecting a long time. And myself and Bob are both very in-the-hunt type of people. I really, I, I, I once, and Bob remembers my, my mono black cube where yep. it was mono black and artifacts. And it was, I had a thousand, you know, thousand card count box and it was full to the brim of mono black cards, staples, just odd yeah, I mean, stuff. I, yeah. It was pretty awesome actually. And I, once I got it done, I was kind of like, eh, I'm done collecting it now. It's done. It's finished, you know? And, yeah, uh, it, it the thing was, so he collected this cube. He goes, I got an idea because at the time I was creating a common uncommon cube. common uncommon yeah. cube or the CU cube from Klug, and he's all, oh, well, I want to do a cube. I'm like, so he goes, well, I want to do black. So I hand him a couple of five K boxes, and he ravaged. My yeah. magic collection for any any spare cards that I could spare, and he started off his collection. Yeah. Next thing you know, we're at the our Frankenstein's. We're getting stuff, and he's buying foil. This he's getting mm-hmm. hot cards here and there. Yeah. Every tutor under the sun for black was in it. Mm-hmm. You know, especially yeah. when they were cheap. It was a too. it was a yeah it was a power cube man. It didn't have it didn't have power in it, but it had. I mean, it was it had powerful cards. It had. A lot of really good artifacts. And if you guys have stuff. ever played cube, you're probably going mono, mono colored cube, mono black one. It's like, believe it or not, there was a lot of synergy, a lot of different combos yeah. that you could do yeah. playing against your opponents. And you never played the same deck twice. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, and, and it was kind of, I didn't look at a list really. I just kind of like, I've kind of put it together. But once I was done with it, the, magic wore off i guess you could say (laughs) it's kind of it's the same thing it's the you know oh it's cool but i'm kind of done building it now i i I did it it's cool i'm i'm kind of over it so i sold it and then you know same thing with decks i i build a deck and i'm like "Eh, okay i found all those cards that i needed i played the deck yeah it's satisfactory or not satisfactory i I mess with it a little bit or not mess with it a little bit and i just play it and then i'm kind of i'm Kind of done with it. Yeah, yeah. I find something else. Let's do it. So I'm a very I, I'm I, I don't keep the same stuff for a very long time. I and I've had a couple of decks now where they're the same style. Yeah. Not necessarily the same deck. Yeah. So uh and Bob is similar in that. Bob had Bob collects longer, I guess you could say. He keeps longer. I kind of go through my stuff and get rid of it. Um it but takes me eventually a- we do the same thing. Yeah, what it is is He'll get rid of his stuff after, let's say, four months, maybe six months. He'll start dumping cards. Uh, it takes me for about a year, year and a half. Then I'll start dumping yeah. something. Because when we got into old school and collecting the cards for old school and picking up our staples that we needed, 
we dumped off a lot of our commander staples. Yeah. Which one of, and one of the things for that is you can always get newer cards back. Yeah. At may I mean, if a card jumps, a card jumps. There's nothing you could do about it. But when you're looking at old stuff, even if you're playing commander, looking at old stuff, that stuff just goes up and it stays up. And yep. once it goes up, it ain't coming back down. No. So you you've missed an opportunity. So when we started getting harder into old school and really started jumping in and playing and really started trying to build a collection, I took everything I had besides like one deck and sold yep. it all. So same thing for me. Yeah. And so I mean, there was some things I kept, but there was most of it was just, okay, here's thousands of dollars that I can go out and buy stuff with now. Yeah, I traded it into Card Kingdom on my end. I picked up the stuff that I needed, you know, chaos orbs, play sets of of some of the lands that I needed and just everything in general. I basically built two or three budgetish. Yeah, you that's say, what's sad. You traded in all your commander stuff and made a few budgetish decks. <laughs> which they're not really budget. I mean no, no. the mono green deck that Nat was playing is if yeah. played right is is good is lethal well there's still budget as com- in compared in old school, with no ma- if yeah. there's no mocks or no power in it it's budget well not even i mean there's some decks that are you know full of you know bazaars and full yeah. of dual Mishra's lands and factory full of this and, and that yeah workshops yeah. yeah so you know obviously power is a huge thing but but as far as like commander goes like we're we're seasoned enough where we're less scared about getting rid of newer cards. It's the same thing as when you're when you're new. What'll happen is somebody will come up to you and they'll say, "Oh, well, you know, oh, you got that. Well, that's worth okay. Well, check it out. I'll give you these ten cards for that card." Yep. And you're like, "Oh, that's a good deal. I need all those cards." You're getting ripped off. Like that's exact. Even though it's the same value, those ten cards are worth forty dollars, and that one card you have is worth forty dollars. You're getting ripped off. Just just know that. Unless you're going to use all those 10 cards in a deck. Or and you're not worried decks. about money. If you're not caring about the value of the card, then you're okay. But but still, you're getting ripped off. Because that card is probably holding or retaining value or going to go up in value because it is sought after. Yep. Or later on, it could tank and one of the cards you got could go up. But at the time, and this is something that when I was young happened to me all the time. I went and bought packs. Oh, I pulled something good. And here comes Johnny over here who's a seasoned player. And he's like, oh, check. He's like, hey, look through my binder. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I want all these things. And he's like, all right, I'll trade you this, this, and this for that. And this, this, and this for that. And and so I'm like, oh, I got all these cards, all these rares. And and I got all this stuff I wanted for these two Mm -hmm. cards. Well, those two cards are still worth money today. And the cards I got probably aren't. You know, I, I, I traded, you know something you know good for something not so good but i wanted it and it happens to everybody so just know that goes on but as far as collecting my and i have a couple notes is one of my biggest things and i know bob's on it too is lands 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 so when you're when you're collecting for commander no matter what happens to your decks you will always need lands. You will yep. always need dual lands, tri lands. You will always need good lands. Yep. So uh, if you have fetch even lands, some of the even some of the just normal monocolored lands, like 
Bajuka Bog. Yeah. You can never have, if you're playing multiple black decks, it's always nice to have an extra of those sitting in your binder going, keep a place set. I want to, I want to put that in my deck now because I'm playing against somebody that's playing reanimator. I want to get rid of his graveyard whenever I can. There's certain, yeah, there's certain basic either, um, uncommon or common lands that you want to keep some of because you're going to need them at some point. And so, Look into keeping your lands. Now, if they're tap lands, they're junk. If they're, you know what I mean? Stuff that's going to stay a penny, you know, stuff that's going to stay the thing 10 is, cents. Is I look at tap lands, okay. We do have Amulet of Vigor that's been reprinted. Yeah, but you're not playing that in every deck. My my biggest thing is if you're if you're you're keeping dual lands, shock lands, yeah, fetch lands, dual lands, anything. But if, if people can't really afford those, mm-hmm. the jumpstart pick a land. Yeah. Pick a color is good. For sure. Yeah, they come in yeah. tapped, but the best thing about it is if you're... You can fix your mana. You can fix your mana real yeah. easy. It's like, oh, you're missing green. This Forest. one produces yeah. red, and you have another one that produces black for your commander, and it's like, okay, I need green. Yep, got it. You got it. Yeah, so when I'm looking at collecting or keeping my collection, I'm looking at lands, and then also... I'm always looking at buying lands. Again, I've mentioned this in the past. In the past, maybe, I don't know, a few episodes back, yep. but Prismatic Vista is on my radar. I can't have enough of them because they fit in any deck. Yeah. Any deck. Any deck. Yeah, so every time I see one, any especially if it's deck. a uh, expedition or anything. I don't, I don't Expedition, that's what I'm going after, really. That's all I yeah. have now. But yeah. I, I'm. <laughs> it's because they they started. They're cheap out. enough. I mean, they're yeah, they're cheap enough. They're they're great. So, yeah, I I'm I'm looking at those lands, and then also for myself, my collection, I only have full art lands. I don't keep basic regular lands unless it's an alpha or beta yeah. or a collector's edition type land, and uh, I keep full arts, and then I keep rare. So you're aware, if you're a new player, there are rare basic lands that are hard to get. There may be promos, stuff like that. I keep those. The Jumpstart set had Jumpstart lands, which they had a bunch of M21 land or M20 lands. But there was one. One out of each pack was. Had a special land. Jumpstart land. So there are fewer of those. And I kept those out of my box. Yep. I'll keep those. And I, it's not a ton of them. Well, it's like the swamp, the Frexian swamp. Frexian swamp, exactly. That has the Frexian text on it. $15, $20 for a land. Yeah. A basic land. And it's worth it. It's black and it's Frexian. I mean, it's you look at it, it's like, man, I want 30 of these for my deck. Yeah. And then you look at the price and you go, mm. I can mm. build a deck... I can build multiple commander decks mm-hmm, for, for 30 of these. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, if you're into pimping out your deck, that's the way to go for sure. That, that Phyrexian. Or you can swamp. be like certain people that I know. They have one of each swamp that has ever been made. And, I, and that's how oh, they yeah. play. And that's cool too. But when you're, you know, so, and like I said, this is just a rough overline of how I kind of look at stuff. Uh, and especially for commander, you're going to need multiple dual lands, dual style lands, not necessarily the premium duels from revised alpha beta ABU. Um, but you're going to need shock lands. You're going to need, you know, fetches. You're going to need these stuff and you're going to run across people that you don't need fetches. Yes, you do. Stop it. Stop it. If you're, if you're playing on a budget, cool. Yeah. But don't tell people you don't need fetches. They, they have a purpose and they are very good to use. 
There's and a that's lot our of, stance. That's our stance, and we're sticking to it. The thing is, is I, I can bring this up. Jumbo Commander came out with a great video, and it has the 100 staple cards that you need for EDH. Mm-hmm. And I mean Kadama's Reach, and it's $40. Mm-hmm. Gets you literally every staple that mm-hmm. you need for multiple decks. Yeah. I mean, that's cool. That's a nice way of getting that. Then then you don't have to worry about going, well, I need a regrowth, uh, Kadama's Reach, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and collective so one brutality of the, and this and yeah, that. Yeah, there are lists online. You can go online and get staples lists. The issue is is that our, my staples are going to be different from your staples. Yeah, because I look at it. When I, when I open up a box and I see the staples already there, I pull those aside, throw mm-hmm. them in another box. Yeah. Because the rest of the stuff is bulk to me unless there's something that catches my eye. Yeah. 99% of the time, it's all bulk. It gets yeah. tossed away and sold to the vendors yeah. at Frankincense to because. Or the, LGS, wherever you're doing If somebody needs to build deal. decks, they can go through one of my five count, 5K boxes and go, hey, look, oh, you have how many? Because Biffo goes, do you have any Kadama's Reaches? I have none at the house for this new deck that I want to mm-hmm. build. I'm going, how do you not have any? Mm-hmm. You open up product and he goes, I don't keep them. I, just get, rid I, of them, I, I get rid of all my uncommons yeah. and commons. I'm yeah. going like, well, dude. Don't do that. Which, yeah. which version do you want? Yeah. yeah. And I mean, it's, so this is, this is the issue. And, and, and if you're, this is a collecting commander, like how to collect. It sounds like a simple thing and, and you could be a seasoned player and just be willy nilly with collection. Like you have no clue, no rhyme or reason to what you're doing. And that's fine. That's, that's absolutely Okay, if you're okay with that. Uh, what I don't like is having 10, 50K, or, you know, 5K boxes yeah. stacked up, and I don't know what's in them. You know what I mean? I, I And I don't ever use them. Like, I have a 5K box sitting on the floor. I don't really ever go through it because any of the commons and uncommons in there are almost cheap enough for I, if I just want to build a deck and I throw it I in go and mine, buy them online. it's an extra five bucks. Like, I don't... it. My time isn't worth digging through 10,000 cards to find, yep. you know, $5 worth of cards. And if yours is, that's great. I'm not saying I'm better than you or not. I'm just saying for me, it but doesn't work that way. You look at like Commander Legends, reprint of Thought Vessel. Okay. Yeah. Four or $5 initially before the reprint. Yeah. Still a couple bucks. Still a couple of dollars. Pull them aside. If you, if you yeah. guys are lucky enough to get a box of Commander Legends... Open it up. You'll there's see. There's a lot of staples in it. There's a lot of yeah. staples. So I mean, one one way that one way that people collect is they buy boxes and they just they open a box and they set it aside, or they open two or three or four or five or whatever, and they set them aside. And you have your rares and all that stuff, and all that other stuff gets lost in the cut. The other way is is just you know going and buying a selective amount of cards. Every paycheck or once a yep. month, you take a budget and you go and you say, okay, I have a hundred dollars. What do I want to buy? I'm building a new deck or I'm building this. So, uh, and then you buy cards. The, the other thing is what I've ran into with commander is that the format is so wide with, I have a hundred thousand cards to choose from. Yeah. I have, you know, I've sold collections. I've bought collections. I've had, I built collections and I always run into the same issue, no matter how many cards I have. I have friends who have, well, how, how much does, I mean, Raj has uh, 200,000 cards. Um, he's got 
25 or so 5K boxes. Yeah, and so, okay, so... All out of all of those, if I said, "Hey, I need this, this, and this," they'd be like, oh, "I don't. Know. I probably have it somewhere." I just don't want to go digging around. Exactly. So the the one one thing that I've always ran into was that every time I want to build a deck, no matter what cards I have, I never have the cards I need. Yeah. Bob has right now. Bob has a thousand times more rares than I actually I have a box that it, I mean Bob has binders and binders of rares and good stuff rares. That he built a deck and is missing stuff. Yeah, I'm always I'm always missing always stuff. missing stuff. So here's my point with this: is that it's not about how much collection you have because you're always going to be missing something, something because you didn't you weren't around in Cold Snap and you weren't around in you know alliances and yep. you weren't around in torment or judgment, you know, or you weren't around in world wake. So you can have 50,000 cards and that doesn't even matter because even if you were around in all of those things, your collection might be so big, you're not going to want to go through it. Right. So this is my point and I'm getting there is I keep lands and I hunt for lands. I keep mana rocks and I hunt for mana rocks, chromatic lanterns, Arcane signets. You never have enough. You never have enough of them. Soul rings. Yep. Thought vessels, stuff like yep. that. Mishra's baubles. You know what I mean? Things like that. Anything that Felwar stones. Felwar stones. Anything that can fit into any deck. I'm I'm looking for. And the other thing I do is I don't worry about my collection. I have. I get rid of it. I either keep cards I think are going to move, uh, and and get rid of the rest. Keep bulk. Get rid of the bulk. It doesn't matter to me. Because every time I have the same issue, everybody has the same issue. They're always missing cards yep. when you go to build a deck. We found that out this week when you were building your new deck. <laughs> yeah. Right? I'm missing cards. And I'm like, how do I have? I, just have, I don't have everything. Missing lands. Missing this. It's missing just, that. Missing It's real creatures. easy. I, I, I said this before to other people. It's like, I want to have a library so if people are missing stuff... They can go in and grab stuff out of yeah. my binders. Yeah. That's the reason why I have 11, 11 monster binders that are completely filled to the brim with rares rares that are yeah. $2 and above. Yeah. And and it helps. I mean, I can go in and I can say, Bob, I need all these. Okay, take a picture of them, send them the picture. He knows what I have, you know, and, and I could build a deck, you know. Uh, but the other thing is I've bought product and I'm still missing stuff, you know, yep. and so – the one thing that helps me when collecting commander is that, you know, un- realize what staples are for you, yep. you know, understand what your staples are. What do you continuously do when you're building a deck? And if you don't know, because you're new, you'll learn. All Go you gotta online. do is, is look when you've seen, you're going to be playing the same people and they're going to be playing the same cards. Yep. They're different always deck. Different, different deck, deck same, same cards. cards. Oh, I'm playing Felrus Stone. He's playing Felrus Stone. Oh, I've got oh, a card for good. the flowers. Oh, I got. He's got a Mana Echoes. He's playing a Tribal deck. You know, yeah. like the, these are things that you're going to see that you're going to need if you're playing certain types of decks. If you never play Tribal, you don't have to worry about. Don't it. keep Tribal stuff. You know, if you if you're if you never play Blue, don't keep Blue. But don't be mad when you start playing Blue again and you need all the Blue cards. You know, so I, one of the biggest things for me is I. Pretty much, no matter how big my collection is, 
I'm just going to go in and I'm going to order cards or I'm going to trade in cards I have because yep. I have to order cards. So when you're collecting, like I said, this, this format is so wide. The, the card pool is so big that you're never going to have everything. Yep. Ever. And the one problem with commander is a lot of the guys don't want to go out of the box. They, they will play the same thing that everybody else does. Mm -hmm. Try to be a little bit more original Think outside the box, mm -hmm. play other cards that yeah. someone might not, because we're doing this budget league and someone goes, someone's playing with reparations. I'm going, well, yeah, it's in my deck. And they're like, well, wh why are you playing with reparations? Well, why not? The card is good. Yeah. So if it's in my deck. It works. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I mean, it's, it's one of those things, you know, like we're, we're talking about, we're talking about staples. Oh, Staples. for me, you collect full art lands. If I play a commander deck, I have 500 snow-covered lands from Ice Age. Yeah. Okay, I have 100 of each. Yeah. So that way, if I'm building decks, I can have two decks running those snow-covered snow lands. Covers. Yeah. It's just a preference. I love the artwork on them. Yeah. I like the way they look and I like the way they, it just, yeah. when I present my deck and they're playing, they're like, are those all snow covered lands? Yeah. Yes. There's no reason to keep 5,000 <laughs> basic lands. Find something you like and go after it. Get them, start collecting it. Tell hit people up. Hey, do you have any of these? Cause I want them. If you get any of these, I, I want, want them. them. Let me know. I'll, I'll buy them off you. I'll trade you. Whatever you want for them. Yep. Because those are going to be used in every single deck. Well, the Pokemon lands. Yeah. I got all foils. Yeah. Because the foils were 10, 15 cents a piece. Yeah. For my cube. And so I have about the magic, the the they what look, are they? The throne the Theros uh, lands beyond. Yeah. Me. So the Theros, the crazy Pokemon lands. They yeah. look like Pokemon um whatever the the, the energy. energy. Yeah. So it's like they're bright, they're vivid, they're colorful, and the foils look really good they look cool yeah they do but it's not something i don't that's a little bit i'd rather not have that much flash just for basic mana i'd rather have flash for everything else in my deck yeah so yeah i mean it's it's one of those things you have to figure out you know one of the biggest things is and i've posted pictures and stuff online and i have a card sorter and people are like dude that tray is hot. You know what I mean? Like they're, I'm posting pictures of cards and they're like, I want that tray. I want that. Well, you can go buy a tray. Yeah. You can go get a card sorting tray, uh, for a few bucks, you know, yep. $5, 10, whatever they are, 10 bucks. And, uh, that whenever I open a box, I sort the cards right then and there. And I know I have all my green uncommons, all my white uncommons, all yep. my, all my, you know, commons, they're all sorted out color wise and I can stick them where they need to go in my collection yep. that I have at th the current time. Um, the other thing people don't do is, uh, well, one sort. And the other thing is people don't thin. Yeah. So thinning your collection also helps. So when you're collecting, uh, thinning helps, you can go through and take out the absolute stuff that you absolutely are. If you want to keep know, something, keep a place set of everything. Yeah. Of whatever you open, if you get open up a the, case, you're yeah. going to have a play set of all the commons and uncommons. Majority of the time, yeah. not all the time, majority of the time. Then what you do is you dump everything else. Mm -hmm. Find a buddy that's getting into magic. Person's starting to start to play EDH. Hey, you know yeah. what? 
I got a whole bunch of cards for you. Yeah. They're going to be grateful. You never know. One and hand you, washes yeah, you, the and other. You might need something and they'll be like, oh, I have that. You yeah, give you it go to ahead me. and take it. Yeah. So one of the other things you can do when collecting is is uh, form a list. And one of those we talked about TCG player and their scanning app. You put a white piece yep. of paper down, hit the card down, boom. So if you have your stuff sorted properly and you give yourself a little bit of time, you can go in and start collections. And what I've done sometimes, and I, I've since deleted, it, it's hard for me to get into it. And I actually might do it again, but you can say, okay, these are my red commons. And you can go in and scan every red common you have and how many of them you have. Mm -hmm. And you can do the same thing for all five colors, artifacts and, and lands and all that stuff. Then like once you've built that database in there, in, in your, in your TCG player, you know, collections, you can go in and say, Hey, do I have, I can search it. Yep. I can search just my collection. Do I have this card or build a deck on TCG player yep. and go th and it searches your own library and you, you'll know what you have and what you don't have. Yep. There's that option. Uh, if you, ha if you don't have a collection at all, you don't, one thing I think people fall victim to is thinking you need a collection, like thinking you need a trade binder or thinking you need to have a, a 5k box of cards or 30,000 cards because people want to go on eBay and, oh, I got 145,000 cards and it's 300 bucks. You're getting junk <laughs> that you don't need. You're going to get 5,000 of one card yeah. and it might be if they, you're getting a hundred thousand cards. It says unsorted, but guarantee you it's, it's been sorted. It's been sorted. People have so, gone through it. Yeah, so don't fall victim to thinking you need a collection. Just build your decks because that's what you play with. And if you ever need anything, first place you go is ask the people around you. Hey, do you got anybody have any Lana War Elves? Because I just don't have any, and I need yep. I need one. Guaranteed, somebody has one. Guaranteed, they give it to you. Soul Ring, same thing. It's a $3 card. And in most instances, yep. somebody's just going to give it to you because they have a hundred of them. Yep. For every commander deck. Yeah. They bought all buy, the commander decks. They have, you they, have, yeah, one. they have 10 commander decks. They all have soul rings and then they have 20 more setting in a box, probably going to give it to you. Um, so, you know, ask around, you know, find the other thing is like Bob mentioned lists. There are staples lists out there. You can go out and you can look at these lists uh, things like Swords of the Plowshares, Path to Exile, um, things in white, you know, are, are staples. Green. Reanimator you know, stuff for black. Elf stuff in green, you know, yep. depending on what you're doing. Yeah, reanimator stuff in black, card draw stuff for any color. Mm -hmm. um, you know, direct damage stuff, red, um, you know, certain creatures. There are, there are very much so staples. And if you're unsure, also, again, I mean, that's what we're here for. We're taking the time. If, if you feel like... You want to go off of a staple list, send us the list. We'll look at it and be like, yeah, 80% of this stuff is good. Don't worry about these things, you know, yeah. and, and we can help you out with that and we'd be happy to. So this is what we love magic. We like talking about it. And if you want help, we're there to help, you know, so, and, you know, take advantage of it, I guess I could say. And I know we do have some new listeners, people who are new to the game. So, you know, if you're, if you're kind of unsure where to start and where you want to build your collection, I can ask you a couple questions and kind of tell you, okay, well then do this, you know? Yeah. And it's going to, and it's not going to be bad advice. You know, later on you might change your mind because you're in a different mindset. You've been playing for longer. You understand the game better yep. and you want to do something different. That's cool. But I'm not going to feed you information that's going to, you know, throw you off kilter and make you lose a bunch of money, you know? So I feel like, you know, 
me and me and Bob have similar collecting styles besides, um, one of my biggest thing is I don't get it attached to cards and Bob doesn't either. There's certain ones. Well, there's certain cards. It's like cyclonic rift. Okay, I've been pushing this card. Yeah, but you would for the last you would sell five it, years. You would sell it. Yeah, and I have, and I've sold. Yeah. I've sold some. Yeah, but when when you look, I have sixteen copies. Mm-hmm. They were six seven dollars when they came out. Yeah, the highest they got up to is thirty two dollars. Yeah, I mean, then of course they got reprinted. Still go down to twenty. Right now they're about eighteen dollars a pop. You know, hopefully they stay around this. No, it's not because I don't want the money or not, but I was, I, I was, dude, I was pushing this card so much. Mm-hmm. People are going like, no, nah, no, nah, it's not worth it. It's not worth it until they played with it. Yeah. Then they until went, they figured out, oh, you, until they figured out, oh, your opponent can't recover. And oh, you, win you, the game. you yeah. can abuse this card. Yeah. Yes. Yes, you can. Well, even that, I mean, you play an overload cyclonic rift once. On somebody who had worked a whole game to build their board, yeah. and then they're discarding everything, you, it's it's brutal. So no, the card's good. It, there's a lot of things that are good, like Manatide, uh, or not Manatide. Um, uh, what's the treasure token? Oh, is it uh, Smothering Tide? Smothering Tide. Um, Manatide is the tax, uh, the white counterspell. Yeah, if you're un- unfamiliar with Manatide? Uh, it is a white counterspell. And it's actually, I was debating on throwing it. I have a red and white deck, Boros deck right now. I was debating on throwing it in because that would wreck somebody. Uh, it's pretty good. So one of the, one of the things that, that, uh, people don't realize about like cyclonic rift is, is that, you know, when, when you get everything returned to your hand, it's just, it's just a brutal, it is a game winning thing. Like and everybody's setting there like, okay, the funny I play thing a is, land and you still have your full board out. Like if it's, it's I'm over. playing red, I'm going to overload and then Wheel of Fortune afterwards. Yeah. Or Winds of Change or yeah, something. Yeah, or whatever. I mean, there's, there's a effect. ton of things you could do. I will yeah. make you pitch your hand. Yeah. We'll draw a new set of well, seven Well, even cards. so, I mean, at the end of my turn, I'm getting rid of a ton of stuff, and I only have one mana I can play or maybe a rock. Yep. I can't really do anything, and, I, and I'm discarding all my cards, you know. So, you know, there's, there's a lot of things. But moving back to collecting, um, you know, like I said, don't fall victim to having a giant collection because it really it's overrated. I honestly believe having a giant collection is overrated. As long as you have some money to buy the cards you need, having the collection isn't anything because you've already just paid. You've just paid for those cards is all. Yeah. If you're going to, if you're going to keep decks, keep your decks, buy another copy. Yeah. Hate to say it. You know, if you need Mandarin, they're, they're decently priced now. 50 ish dollars. Um, and you need them for another two more decks. Yeah. You spend you that, do that bill. Or you can proxy it one or the other. Yeah, it, get a proxy. You. you have a real it's up one to you in your play group. So, you know, one of those, I mean, it's, it's very much uh, up to you how you want to go about doing it. I, I would, I would suggest, you know, figuring out some key things you like playing with and, and going after those things. If there's certain cards that you think, or you hear are going to go up in price, then pick some of those up. You know, because you might regret doing it later or not doing it later because you're going to need them, especially if it's a staple type card. Oh, yeah. If it's a staple type card and it's it's 50 cents, what's the hurt of picking up a play set? You know, um, and then if it goes up to three, four, five dollars, hey, you already got a play set. It doesn't matter. Or if it goes up to 20 dollars, which things do. And I've frequently and I've called a lot of cards 
on yeah. uh, DJ and chat with that. Well, I mean, it's I'll the same go, thing. hey, this is, I'll, I'll start doing a little bit of research. I'll go, hold on a minute. This is, I start seeing card spikes. I'm like, hold on a minute. Yeah. This is being a buyout. Then that Monday morning, I look on, you know, MTG stocks, yeah. and then quiet speculation. And a couple of hours, I was like, oh, hold on a minute. Here then I'll go. start looking and I'll find the one with the cheapest price. I'll post it up really quick. Hey, buy guys, them. buy right now. Yeah. This guy has 20 of them on eBay. This guy's on TCG Player, here, here, and here. Yeah. And a lot of these guys went and bought cards, and now they were able to sell them for make a small profit, four or yeah. five times what they paid for yeah. them, and they move on to the next card. Yeah, and you know, so there, there are you know, in collecting the, the stocks, you know, the black market of Magic, the flipping Magic cards. That's a whole different ball game. Um, but you know, when you're new or you're you're a seasoned player and you're looking at building your collection. In Commander, man, it, it is it is tough. Like, I mean, unless you want to have gonna a billion get overwhelmed. Cards, yeah, you're, you're going to get, get overwhelmed, overwhelmed really fast. Uh, so, like I said, I think I think I think we can both agree on find something that you want to start collecting. Mm-hmm. And like like I said, I'm into lands. I'm in. I'm looking at lands that I can throw into every deck, yep. or anytime I can pick up on a trade, or like. You know, I'm buying some cards off a of buddy and I'm like, okay, well, yeah, just throw that in, you know, yep. throw this in. Oh, it's a, it's, you know, one of the, you know, this dual land or, or whatever, it's 10 bucks. So we work out some sort of deal where that gets thrown in there or, oh, Hey, I need, you know, uh, I need something else to, to make this trade happen. We'll throw in that arcane signet. Well, you know what I mean? Like that's not, you might not need it right now, yeah. but guess what? You're going to need it when you build another deck. Yeah, Cause that's the best thing about commander legends. Unless you're cracking the uh, collector's boosters, mm-hmm. the normal cards are all dropped in price. Yes. Yeah. So well, and I so and and that's something right now. Yeah, I looked at prices and I priced out rares just from the set, and I was like, "Wow, this is just they just took a dump like fast." But when you're so, looking at full arts is, and but stuff, this is what's going to happen though. They've went down, but they're going to go back up. Yep. And so some cards, uh, you know, Ikoria did it. Where the yeah. cards weren't worth very much. And now I go back and I'm like, let me hit these. I'm like, oh, that's $8 now? Yep. Oh, wow, that's $20 now? Like, what's going on? This is crazy. This was nothing before. Yep. I had stuff in a bulk pile that was like, these are all bulk for my Goria. <laughs> yeah. And now it's like, oh, no, that's $8, $8, $5, $10, $20, $30. Okay. Now we're talking. Like, now we're going. So, you know, the, those... Um, those those cards like that you know once you start you know opening product and by i don't know if we've ever said it on this show you may have heard it before but buying boxes are the absolute worst way to try and get a card that you want yeah just buy the card yeah if you're trying to unless it's the trying to get both jeweled lotus and it's foil don't buy it yeah, for seven hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. Sell, sell, sell. Which I did, and and so you know I stuck true to my word. So it's it's one of those things that if you're looking for specific cards, just go buy the card. Like I'm not going to buy a box of Modern Horizons just to get a Prismatic Vista because I bought a bunch of packs and I didn't get a Prismatic Vista. When I could just go spend that money and buy the yeah, card and just buy the card. Now I have a bunch of stuff that I don't even use. I don't. I don't play with. I don't use, and I'm probably not going to. So, you know, it's just one of those things that that is a known thing in Magic: The Gathering. If you want a card, don't buy a box to try and get that card because your RNG is probably not good. 
Whenever you want something, you never get. All I want from Commander Legends is a, is a stupid Vampiric Tutor. I have Vampiric Tutor. Great, cool, fine. I just want another one. Guess what I haven't pulled? A Vampiric Tutor. Guess yep. who everyone else pulls? The Vampiric Tutor. Well, it's fantastic. You know what I haven't pulled? Jeweled Lotus. Yeah, and I don't want it. And, and you I got, got it. I bought, I've, I've sunk, <laughs> I've bought in three boxes of this Commander Legend stuff, all on the premise that I was going to get my Commander Legends premium packs. Well, we, we kind of, that, that went by the wayside because now all of a sudden no distributor has them. So I, I had a lot of stuff and I was like, man. Got Mana Drain, got Vampiric Tutor, never got a scroll a scroll rack, Mm-mm. not one. Because you want one. I, I want one for a deck. <laughs> I'm like, man, you know, I can use a scroll rack. No but you scroll can go rack. buy a scroll rack. Exactly. Yeah. But I also, I'm one of those idiots that like to uh, open up packs. Yeah. It's just one of those things. So. so when it comes to boxes, it's like when Ikoria came out, Yeah, I bought I- <laughs> a case and a half of normal boxes and five boxes of collector boosters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't need that many, but I I liked opening up that set. Yeah. And the set was exciting for Yeah, me. the set was cool, yeah. You know, and Godzilla. M21, in, or M20 was good, too. Like, I, yep. or was it 21? M21. Yeah, it was good, too. Uh, I, I bought, you know, a few boxes of collectors, and I really liked it. So, yeah, I mean, again, this is, you know, we're talking about learning from our mistakes, you know. Yeah, don't, and, don't, don't be a Bob. Yeah, don't, don't be a Don't Brad. go. Yeah. Buying Hogwarts because it's like, oh, well, you know, I, you got how many boxes? I really need this card. You ain't got one in stock, and I don't want to drive down south. Yeah. I'll, I'll take the shot. I'll yeah. do it. Here, spin my bill, come yeah. back and go, did you get it? Nope. Nope. What'd you get? Garbage box. What was your what was it's your gambling. uh what I mean, was your it's, price it's, range on the it, box? Eh, I didn't break even. Yeah. It, it's gambling, <laughs> it really is. Cause sometimes you make more than enough on the box, you know. Um, jumpstart for me, I opened up two Allosaurus Shepherds in the one box and a bunch of other good stuff too. Touristic studies. I opened up a bunch of stuff. That box was the hottest box. Ooh. That box was hot. And I sold the Allosaurus Shepherds for more than I bought the box for. So, you know, th- those two cards right there covered the box and I was good to go. And I didn't really care about, I, I kind of wanted to keep an Allosaurus Shepherd, but I was like, hey, I'm not, it's whatever. I get rid of them. So yeah, I got rid of one of my extras. I kept one because yeah. they have that new green black. Yeah, elf. but I don't even need them. It, I want to build. I want to build yeah. elf ball. Yeah, I want to build elf ball too. But I want to build elf elf ball reanimator. Everything every. So I'm going to build. So my new thing is I'm building. I, I think I said this. Mm-hmm. I'm building monocolor monocolor decks. Um, uh, one of each monocolor deck. I already have Tauran. That's blue. I'm yeah. working on white reanimator. That's going to be my <laughs> my uh, next deck. So and and it's just going to be more fun. It might not be the most competitive thing, but it is going to be fun know. and your, it's going to be surprising. Your Boros deck is uh, yeah, and that's a actually com- yeah. competitive for yeah. just throwing pretty, it together it in became, five minutes. It became a threat. Yeah, real yeah, fast, real yeah. real quick, real fast. Yeah. And then I sent him pictures of uh, or cards that he needed to add to it, and he's yeah. like. Yes. Yeah, gross. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, I built Boros equipment and man. <laughs> and it's so not stupid. and it's not feather. No, it's not feather, not even not Cuz everybody all. that builds Boros no. equipment is feather 
It's not yeah. feather. And for pay, I actually, I'll, I'll do a deck tech on it actually because it's, it's still, it's still in the in the um, working phases. But it's a cool deck. So, and it's actually with a new one of the new Commander Legends, uncommon Commander. Yeah. So, and it's gross, and he's good. Yeah. So it's kind of cool. And I'm excited about it. Like, that's the cool thing. Like, I've already forgotten my other decks. Like, now I'm working on this one. So, um, but yeah, you know, we'll, we'll end this segment and, you know, get into our next segment, No Stupid Questions. But, you know, do, when you're collecting, figure out what you want. You know, figure, you know your play style. And if you don't, um, latch onto a card and start collecting that card, whether it be basic mana. There, there are really cool basic mana out there. I collect, and Bob knows this, I collect the um un unglued yep basic mana and some people like unhinged i collect unglued yep. and then i also collect full art you know zendikar style full art lands and they just came out with a new set with them uh, so those are very accessible they're very easy to get i think i had a stack of like 200 that i was just like they're just like oh you can have them i'm like yep. sweet so I got another, I think, 500 at the house that you can have. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, you know, put it out there that you want stuff and people will help you out with it. Uh, that's the community. Yeah, so. I collected Imposing Sovereign. Yes, yes. I got about 30 foils and 200 of the normal. Yeah. And our, and our buddy Raj collected um, Helm, of Helm of Obedience. And now, man, and that really paid off. At the time, he had... Couple of hundred. Th- he had a thousand count box full. That was right. And when he sold them, they were all at their. They were like twelve dollars uh, or something like no, that. No, they were twenty some odd. I think twenty two bucks. Bumped up. Yeah. So and now they're even. Now they're fifty or whatever. Like he it's cashed just, out a thousand count box of, of Helm of Obediences. Of Helm of Obediences. Yeah, and he was buying them for a dollar to a piece. Yep. Or picking them up for free. Yep. Nobody, nobody wanted, wanted them. them. And now they're just now they're just part of an infinite combo. Yep. That's just gross. So. Yeah, I mean, latch on to something. There's 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 old stuff that I like. Jester's cap from Ice Age. That is a that artwork is is very it is iconic. Iconic to me. And I you can get them for a few bucks. Like so, why not have a play set of those? You know, yeah, so but back in nineteen ninety-six, that card was twenty-five dollars. <laughs> yeah, and it was good. And it still is good in EDH. Like that's the that's the thinking outside the but box. Yeah, thing. The thing is, when so- I play Jester's Cap on you and I start searching through your deck to remove exile stuff out of there, yeah. you're just like, oh, what what's happening right now? Exactly. So you know, that's, it's just a different, yeah, you know, a different time and, you know, think outside the box, do something different, but latch on to something that you like. I suggest, and I know Bob's with it too, is the lands, pick up dual lands, all the dual lands you can get. And they don't have to be the thousand dollar ones. You know, you're just what you can get trade, trade, whatever you're not using right for lands. now. The expeditions out of the new Zendikar Rising. Mm-hmm. And you've said this, yeah. Are the cheapest they will ever be. Yes. Even for foils. Yes. Yeah, $50. I just got I just picked up a Marsh Flats foil expedition for 50 bucks. Yeah. Actually 45. Yeah. And it's only gonna go up. Uh, two years from now, when there's definitely no no boxes being opened. Mm-hmm. Oh, now it's back up to being $120, yes. $130. Yes. So yeah. So, I mean, and I, I personally, some people don't like them. Some people like the invocations. Some people like the, the first set of those expeditions. Uh, yep. Um, but I really like this new set of expeditions. Those are the prismatic vistas I've been picking up. I think, I think I've got four or five now. Um, and you know, I've just been picking up these little things. Along I keep the way. opening up, uh, what's it called? Uh, celestial colonnade. 
Yeah, and I need one because I sold one. So, so, you know, I'll take one off your hands. But yeah, I mean, and it's not even something I'll use. That's how much of a. Yeah, and the thing is, is, you can buy those cards for six bucks foil. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a lot of good. There's a lot of good lands you can get. There's fast lands. There's the, you know, the check lands. There's it, there's if, a lot of uh, the M, M10 and M12 lands, you know, the Dragon Skull Summits. If and I was those going to things. start collecting any of the lands right now, say like, let's say Expeditions, uh, it would be Wasteland and Strip Mine. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Those are two good. Definitely Strip they're, Mine. They're the che- they're, they're strip Mine cheap. is cheap, and it's a, a nice-looking card. And, and yeah. But besides, like I said, I, I'm big. On, I'm a big proponent on collecting dual lands. Like, that's one thing that I don't really get rid of are my lands. Like, yeah. everything in my binders for trade or something at some point or sell. But as soon as you start looking at the lands, I'm like, nah, not really. You know, are you trading that? Nah. Not unless you got something yeah, real good. Yeah, because someone you was asking, old stuff, hey, I'm do you have it. a... Scully Turner's all, yeah, it's in my binder. And he's all, is it for trade? I'm like, nope. No, no. Are you sure? I'm going like, yep. no, no. Is there a card you're looking for? I'm like, I can pick it up online. Yeah, or you don't have it. Like, mo- more than likely, the card we're looking for, you don't have. <laughs> like, you know, yeah, really. because I've had guys that go, well, I have it. I'm like, well, okay, I need a Tabernacle of Pendervale. And they'll look at me like, what? I'm all, I need a Tabernacle of Pendervale. That's not the same price point. I'm going, doesn't mean doesn't that matter. I don't want it. Yeah. <laughs> you you never heard of cash on top. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, so yeah, it just, you know, it's, it's one of those things. I mean, that's where I'm coming from. You're looking at mana rocks. You're looking at land. Those things are universal to all decks. So I, I would suggest that's a good starting point. And we can talk about, you know, the next steps on all this at a later point, but from a basic standpoint, lands and mana rocks are a huge, huge thing to have because you're going to need them. Or, you can do one thing that I think that most new commander players should do is if they have new sets of commanders come out, mm-hmm. buy all four oh, or five. Definite. So that, so yeah, so definitely before we close out, any of the set. So if you go into Target right now mm-hmm. and they have last year, the year before set of commander yep. decks, pick them up, get all of all four of them mm-hmm. or all five of them or three of them, or whatever there are, uh, our LGS right now has all of the M21s, mm-hmm. and it is a very good suggestion to pick all of those up. Now, when you can get them for $40 a pop, pick them up. Sometimes Target will have a sale, yes. Walmart will have a sale, or pick them up. GameStop. Pick up the old, not the not the little pre-con Planeswalker decks. We're yeah. talking about the, the Commander, Commander decks. decks. Pick those up. Get and it, when they come out with a new set, just go ahead and do a pre-order. That is one pre-order that I recommend is doing a pre-order yep. on the commander decks. Because why? Look at Markov. Yeah. Look at you know what I mean. Look at look the at four colored man. Uh, look the at Atraxa. Look Atraxa, at you know what I mean. Brea, look at, yeah. Markov. All those guys. They're, they're all they're all money. Hundreds of dollars for those decks now. Yep. And that's just the stock deck. So if you want the Markov good cards, deck had Teferi's protection yeah. needs well, a reprint. And, and, and things things that things that happen are like they come out with the anthologies. They have two series of commander anthologies. Those all had reprints of those decks. And guess what it did? Nothing. They they're still expensive. So and those decks And you sold those. I sold those and made a lot of money. A lot of money. So you broke them apart. I broke them all apart and I made a lot of money because they have a lot of good cards in them. So buy those commander decks. Like uh, Commander 19, 
Mm, it's probably one of, one of the worst ones we've had in a while. But still get them because there's good cards in them. There are good cards. There's always going to be something that's going to be in there. Yes. Uh, two years from now, that, that'll you be have, the next hot. For instance, uh, you have Dockside Extortionist yes. in a deck. Yes. And, you know, that card's $40 or whatever it is, mm-hmm. $30. $30. You have, so if you do that's the in last. That's in the C19 deck. That, yeah. That's in the garbage ones. Yeah. But you have something that's really good. But in, in the decks. last year's set, you have Fierce Guardianship. Yeah, Fierce Guardianship. You have the other one that's free. Um, they each each one has a, every color has a um, has a, a free, free spell. One. Yeah. So, so yeah, those are decks to pick up because there are cards in them that will jump in price at a later point. So I have friends who don't play Magic who I tell them all the time, "Hey, when a new set comes out, just go buy a box and stick it in your closet." Yeah, because what That's you need the to do type of collecting. if you go to Target and you look and they have um, what what is her name? A Johnny. No, 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 no. That's Angie, Angie. The, the vampire. Oh, yeah. No, the uh, cycling. Oh, Jerry. Gavi. Gavi. Yes. If you see Gavi, red, white, and blue, America, That's pick the her up. 20. Yeah, pick it up. You know why? That fierce guardianship is $35. Yeah, and it's going to stay there, and it's actually only going to go up. So It's only going to go. That's that's one card that will go up in price um, because it's a, it's, free a, counter it's a free counter spell. spell when you have your commander in play. So. You know, there there are, and there's the other decks have good cards in them too. So yep. pick up those. That is a wise, wise thing to do is pick those up. And whether you sit on them, whether you want to just keep them out of the, whether I, you want to play with them. I know guys that buy a case, cards. they have two of each and they wait. Or they buy a case that's just one of each. One of each. And they go, I'm going to sell it now. How much can I get for it? Oh, I can get five hundred bucks. For yeah, and a lot of a lot of pre orders are going to be one hundred and thirty dollars. You're going to pre order all the decks, and it'll be like one thirty yep. or roughly somewhere right around there. Um, sometimes there's five decks, sometimes there's four, um, but they always double in price. Yep, they always double in price, and sometimes in some cases they triple, quadruple, you know, quintuple in price. Yep. So came up with that quintuple off the top quintuple. of my head. Yeah. So anyway, we'll, we'll move on and, uh, hopefully you learned something. Hopefully we helped you out. Maybe we have, uh, maybe we gave you some, uh, thought where you have some questions and that's cool. Again, you can hit us up on any of the social media. If you're on Patreon, you can hit us up on there and uh, we'd be happy to get back to you on that. So moving on. Why is the sky blue? How do you tie your shoes? Can a pink mouse be blue for a day? You are now entering the safe zone for no stupid questions. All right, so no stupid questions is all about not being afraid to ask the questions you have about the commander format or playing magic in general. So uh, today's question we have is from a patron, and this is the son of John Kane Shero. This is Daniel Kane Shero, a super cool guy. Um, and he asks, what is your favorite bad combo? I'm thinking, so I, I don't know if he means, I didn't clarify, I just took the question. He said, you know, he asked it and... Hmm. Favorite bad, I mean, favorite bad combo that could be like, is it a terrible combo or is it just like something that people consider like, you know, cheesy, cheesy or, uh, or like I'm thinking it's bad, it's a bad combo. Yeah. Yeah. It's bad. It's a bad combo. So, so, well, I have to I say, what's your favorite? Mine would combo? be Michael Lattice and Dark Steel Forge. Yeah. It is the most used combo that I have ever, ever done. Yeah. For a good three years, literally almost every deck had that combo in it. Yeah. And it's super annoying. You know, I, I got to turn everybody's artifacts into, or everything into artifacts, you know, 
Dark Steel Forge comes into play, makes every every artifact that I control indestructible. Yeah. And yep. then I can destroy I then all I have to do is Cyclonic Rift. Yeah. Or anything. Anything just, to you can destroy. Just set there. Yeah. And it's just ridiculous. Yeah. That that's really hard to play around. And um that is a a, a bad bad it's a bad combo and it's also a bad combo like uh mine i think and it's something that it's easy and actually i have it in well i don't have it in this deck per se but it's a version of it but infinite colorless mana is just um easy to get uh, usually with two cards and power artifact and basalt monolith yep it has been around for a long time and that's probably one of my favorite bad combos bad because it's bad in price because power artifact is expensive and it's bad because it's people hate it yeah because people hate when you go unfended on anything everybody likes the bad yeah. one so i mean that's probably mine um so the there is a second part to this question so you know what is your favorite bad combo and why does it not include divine intervention <sighs> divine intervention <laughs> is a four drop two white Two colors. What is it? Bob's it, gone off the top of his head. It's, you know an, it's it an enchantment. Yeah, I, I can see the picture of it because uh, I remember it had uh, an angel on it. It's a Legends. A, You're talking about the Legends one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. Off the, uh, so, just, so Divine Intervention is um, basically... <laughs> <laughs> we have to look it well, up. Well, I'm going to look it up. I know what it is. But Divine Inter- Intervention is basically... It comes into play with two counters on it, Right. And then uh, each upkeep, you remove a counter, and when it doesn't have any more counters on it, the game has ended, and it, and it becomes a draw. All right, right? so... Ooh. Am I right? That's fifth edition. This is not D&D. This is not D&D. This is magic, guys. Am I right? Is that what it is? Oh, I didn't look yeah, it up the original, yet. man. So, uh, oh, yeah, let's go off the legend ones, man. Oh, I was wrong with the mana symbol. The mana, it was mm-hmm. two white, six, six. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, there's a problem right there. Colorless. Yeah. Uh, that's the problem right there. Eight mana. Eight anyway, mana drop is. What's it do? So you put two counters on this card, yeah, remove a counter it. during your upkeep. When you remove the last counter from Divine Intervention, the game is over and considered a draw. Yeah. So this card's stupid. Like, that's, <laughs> that's why. I, you know what? I mean, I play Magic to win. Or lose. I don't want to draw. Like that's that's the absolute. See, this is the one I was thinking about. Was the divine transformation? Oh, uh, yeah, I it's a that. four plus drop enchantment. Three enchantment. Yes. Yeah. So so divine intervention. So for one, power artifact doesn't play divine intervention because it doesn't do anything. I get infinite mana, and then in two turns I win. Or it's why a draw. do I not? Why does it not yeah. include divine intervention? Yeah. This is a troll. This is a troll question. For the sure. troll question is this. It's good though. Um, I have never seen this in any old school deck. Yeah. No. The CMC cost is too high. Yes. For nothing that really doesn't benefit you. Benefits you at yeah. all. I think I mean I, I've seen so I've seen decks that their goal is to not win the game. You know what I mean? Like there's there's decks where they don't have a win con. I mean, this you can build a real janky combo with okay, this has two counters. I'm gonna give this to my opponent. I'm going well, to Well, it doesn't play matter this. because the, the it game's just a draw. ends the game. It doesn't it doesn't do anything, it but just ends the game. What you do is is you play it with red and you force them to end 
at the second time when the game ends, they automatically lose. So yeah, you could do that. Yeah. So that's but it's just like which 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 super but seeds. Still though, that's that's it's terrible. Just it's jank. terrible. Well, it's terrible too. It's just expensive and it's terrible. <laughs> um, yeah. I, the artwork though. The reason my favorite is, is nice. Yeah. The reason my favorite bad com. I mean, there's a lot of bad combos. I don't even like if we're talking just like crap, like jank combos. There's a lot of them, and I don't really. So for one, I don't really like combos all that much. I'm not a combo player. And it's I've and, just recently become a combo. combo yeah, and player. it's super annoying. Like I want I don't even want to play Bob anymore. It's just annoying. Is it's like okay, uh, I'm gonna go and finish. Are you gonna win? Are you done yet? Are, can you win? Can you win the game? Well, yeah. I don't know. Oh my god. Oh well, my god. I didn't know. I know. Until I put Dark problem. Steel Fort or Dark, or Dark Steel Colossus out. Yeah, and then I'm all Light Steel Colossus. Light yeah. Steel. No. And then I go. Okay, I want to get three more turns. Okay, and now I, I'm going and to he kill still didn't. you. No, I'm like, no, 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 you can kill us now. Okay, game's <laughs> over. Yes, thank you. Finally, God. Like, from, from Infect Counters. Gosh. Like, yeah, so yeah, terrible, <laughs> terrible. So I'm not. I'm just not a combo player. Like, I mean, I'll do infinite mana, but even so, like, sometimes I just will choose not to do it because I want to play, and I want to I win with creature beats or some, you know, some effect that's not necessarily infinite. Um Although when people start throwing infinite combos, cool. Let's throw in, let's play. Let's see who can get it faster. You know, so yeah, it's always um, for me. It's uh, laboratory maniac yeah. and mill self mill or yeah. self draw. Yeah, and, and I mean that's one sided and that's fine. You know, like mine's just infinite attack phases or you know what I mean like like some some sort yeah. of something. You yeah, know? So, I can't wait to see that. Yeah, I mean it, it's one of those things, but um, yeah, divine intervention is just a terrible. I mean, uh, I it would be funny build a deck with it like that. That's fine. It's just not my play style. Literally, just keep playing to draw. Yeah, in a, especially in a tournament. Yeah, you pillow fort, circle of protection, whatever, until oh, oh, that literally goes off. <laughs> yeah, because well, what happens is though, if you're playing in a tournament, that will make people mad. Oh yeah, that makes them salty. Yeah, that's gonna make people mad, uh, which would be great. I'm I'm all for that. You so. know what? I'm thinking about building a troll oh, deck God. about that now. True. Oh, no. Yeah. All mono white. All right, we're done here. We're done here. <laughs> next, next. Moving on. Is the world actually getting warmer? If you are playing these cards. It most definitely is. Listen up for your fill of the hot card picks of the week brought to you by El Yucateco Hot Sauce. Follow them at El Yucateco underscore hot sauce on Instagram. All right. So in this segment, myself and Bob pick a card we think is hot or we think is moving up in price. Uh, It could be great in a particular deck or just a solid card. And this week... Mine is an uh, an older card. Well, I guess not that old. I say older, but uh, it's Ether Snap. So, Ether Snap is a black card. And really, I I saw this card and I knew about it, and it kind of brung back like some memories. And then I was thinking, like in my play group, a lot of people play with counters. A lot of people got tokens. A lot of people have like plus one, plus one counters on Omnath or whatever, you know, like is he's a 15, 25, right? You know, so uh, Ether Snap is a black card. And what sets is it? Uh, it's in Dark Steel, Steel. originally of yep. you all prints. Let me see what it's got. Yeah, Dark, Dark Steel, Steel. And then it's in Commander 2014. Uh, it's not expensive at all. It's a $1 Dark Steel, 77 cents, it looks like. 
uh, for the commander one. And it's a uh, three colorless, uh, two black, and it's a sorcery. Remove all counters from all permanents and exile all tokens. So it's token board wipe, and it removes, kills planeswalkers right off the bat. And uh, if somebody's pumped up something to be huge. This this actually works against Ozolith. Ozolith yeah, is sure, the, yeah. if, you, if you have anything with counters and it dies or leaves play, move all those counters directly to Ozolith. Yeah. And there's another one, too. There's a new one um, that basically all unspent mana gets uh, put onto this thing and it reserves it for you, but it's colorless. Yeah. And there's a lot of infinite combos and stuff like that. So this thing, this thing just takes care of those. So I was thinking about this though. When I saw it, I was like, man, we do have a lot of people play counters and adding counters and a lot of things, you know, uh, I play decks that have tokens yeah. and counters. So I was like, man, this actually it's, it's inexpensive and it's kind of a beast. Like, I mean, it is a, it is, you know, similar to a board wipe before, Things that sometimes um, you know are ha- that you have trouble with that you're like, ah, I can't, I can't really do anything about this because it, it got too big, or you know, I just need to, yeah, I just need out to of hand. This. Where yeah. just- so this takes care of all that. You know, if something's got a bunch of counters, especially if or- you're playing against like a uh, attracts a proliferate deck. Yeah, proliferates, or you got doubling season, and you have all these things where it's just yes. things are just happening. Um, you know, or super friends where they have you know five planeswalkers yeah. out and they're just <laughs> destroying you, and you're like, yep. uh, ether snap. All of them are gone. Yes, you know. So you know, it's a couple more than than um, uh, heroes downfall to kill a planeswalker, but it does kill all of them. It yeah. kills everybody. So yours too, if that's the case. But you can always use yours up and then you know move along. So I don't know. I thought it was kind of cool. Little piece of uh, off color, you know, tech. So um, what's yours, Bob? So we got uh, Never Rolls Disc. Never Rolls Disc. So out of. Uh, Alpha, Beta, Unlimited. Yeah. yeah. The um, so it's a four drop artifact. Comes into play tapped. Yep, comes into play tapped. Pay one, tap it, destroy all artifacts, creatures, and enchantments. Yeah. Earlier in the episode, I said Mycosynth Lattice and Darksteel Forge. Mm-hmm. And using Nivineral's disc to blow up not your board, but everybody else's board, because the keyword is destroy. So and and the disc has been around for a long time. There's old school desk decks that are top tier that play it um but even it's good I, in I play this i play this in old school yeah um i'm thinking about putting this in something for like commander because i'm not making all my stuff artifacts anymore which yeah. is fine uh, i want to keep my lands yeah especially with like uh golos yes my golos one land deck yes i can do a board wipe which is great because one thing one thing with this though like um, where it hurts people, especially in commander is that we do build a mana base using eight, seven, eight, nine, ten mana rocks. So some people will have three or four mana yep. rocks out or at least two. Uh, so it doesn't hit their land, but it does hit their mana rocks. Um, that that's painful. You know what I mean? You had, you had eight mana and now you have five, Yeah. you know, and then your commander's already been kicked out, you know, two times. So he costs four extra. Yeah. You don't have the mana anymore. It's it's troublesome, which is good because you can use this with like liquid metal coating, which is an artifact that turns a permanent into an artifact mm-hmm. by paying two and tapping yeah. it. Um, yeah, you can. Yeah, you definitely <laughs> can. You definitely can start turning things into artifacts and then disc, and yeah, well, you know, or whatever. Yeah. So if there's something that you know your opponent has that maybe the disc won't hit, 
uh, you can, you can turn it into that, you know? Yeah. So yeah, no, it's, it's kind of fun. I mean, I like playing with old school cards and this gives me an old school card in modern. Yeah. In modern and it was day. just reprinted, uh, man, for the first time in a long time, it's been reprinted. Uh, we have a full art, you can get a full art foil in commander legends. So, and it's $4 for the foil. Yeah. Or for the full art foil. What? Oh, it's it's not it's not as expensive. It's ninety two cents yeah. for the normal one. It's yeah. gone down in price. So I mean, and and again, we're talking collecting, we're talking staples, and we're talking all that stuff. Disc is one of those cards that it's not going to hurt you to have one or a playset of. They're not yep. expensive, and you can. It's an artifact. You can use it in every deck, and it's a board wipe. So you know, play around with that. You know, maybe you like it, maybe you don't. Today we picked two uh, kind of wipes. One of yep. them is for tokens, uh, which kills planeswalkers, wipes out tokens, and uh, wipes out any counters on anything. And, you know, that's pretty awesome. Disc is also awesome in its own respect, uh, being able to wipe the board and kind of just restart everything. So uh, pretty pretty cool. That's it for that. Um, pretty much we'll get into uh, – I'm not, we're not going to really talk about the Brewing the 99 build. Um, we'll – Bob can – um, actually what I want to do is maybe do one just for Patreon, uh, yeah. but it, we are building, it's an Anawan deck that Bob's putting together. He's playing in a budget league where it gets upgrades over time. And, um, that deck, man, it, yeah, that deck's gross, dude. Like I, I haven't four. beat it yet. I haven't beat it yet. And I've been, I've been playing not budget decks. Yeah. There's, just, I it, it didn't mean off to combo time. off. He always doesn't mean to combo off. It combos <laughs> off all the time. It combos off all the time. It's really good. It's a good deck. It's a patron-only giveaway that we'll be giving away after that budget league. And uh, it's pretty awesome. So if you're not a patron, you don't have a chance to get it. And it's not some cookie-cutter deck that you see all over the internet. It's it's pretty gross. So I started to do some giveaways in Patreon, too. Yep. Uh, we did a Staff of Domination giveaway. Non-Norby? Uh, Non-Arb? Non-Arb. Non narb. I don't know. Something like that. Oh, Brandon. It's backwards. Oh, that's what I got it. I didn't get it before. <laughs> wow. So congrats to Brandon uh, who won the staff of nomination. And actually I haven't sent it out yet. I do need to mail it to you. I'm gonna get that. Actually, I'm gonna put a stamp on it today and get that sent out. So, um, and actually this is before this episode's coming out, Yep. Uh, but it is a patron. So you'll hear this. So, um, yeah. So thank you for participating in that. Just trying to get some engagement and we appreciate it. Um, we're a growing podcast and, uh, all the, all the help we can get with shares and likes and all that stuff. Uh, we really appreciate it. So go on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, find us at brewing the 99, like comment, subscribe, do all that stuff. I'm a little behind on, on adding episodes to YouTube. I just been really busy right now. It's holiday season. So I'll get all those taken care of. Same thing with the website and, uh, visit brewing the 99.com. And don't forget to check out Patreon and it's patreon.com forward slash brewing the 99 to become a supporter. And you can, like I said, you can give us as little as a dollar. And if we have a hundred people giving us a dollar, that's a hundred dollars helps us take care of web space, help, helps us get stickers and, and do the giveaways and stuff. You know, I open product and I'm giving away my own cards to patrons. So and I got, and I got 15 binders that I yeah, can give away Bob, all kinds Bob's of got, stuff. Bob was already like, Ooh, I might give this away and I might give this away. Cause I mean, we like hooking people up. We like, we like sharing. So, uh, and, and I, you know, five, $10 card, it doesn't mean anything to me. It might be a hundred dollar card. Who knows? We give away what we want. We do what we want around here. So, um, and if you're, I mean, if there's only 30, 40 patrons, you got a really good chance of, of getting some. Yep. 
So, and you might miss, it might be a flash giveaway. It might be, Hey, for in four hours, I'm going to announce the winner and only three people did it. So that's going to yep. roll of the dice decides. Yep. So it's, it's real simple. So if only one guy in three hours <laughs> yeah, does it. It's the automatic win. And it might be something good. So uh, you can follow our 9394 squad at Demonic Consultants on Instagram. Check out Elucateco underscore hot sauce. Uh, they are uh, sponsoring the hot picks of the week, and it's a delicious hot sauce to put on anything you have if you love the sauce. Even if you don't, try it. Guarantee you probably like it. Man, I love the smoke. Sauce, yeah, man, the black is is really good. That's where I come from. So once you go black, you don't go back. That's what they say. It's a saying. It's, it's not a saying for no reason. Um, Podbelly, go to podbelly.com, and uh, you can find more shows. Um other than Brewing the 99, you can check out Hillbilly Horror Stories, and you can check out From Gen X Point of View, which I've never heard of them. Uh, might check them out. Sounds pretty interesting. What, what is Gen I don't know. What's, what is Gen X? What's the age group? Oh, we are. We are? Yes. Are you sure? Is it me? Yes. Oh, okay. All right. I thought I was... No. No, we, we were the ones that created the extreme sports. Yeah, you're right. You're right. All right. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, from Gen X point of view and Hillbilly Horror Stories, you can check them out. Uh, you can probably find them on Spotify, iTunes, all that stuff. But head over to Podbelly and uh, see what else they got over there. Uh, my personal Instagram is at Raised with Wolves. Uh, you can follow me if you would like. Um, has nothing to do with magic on there. I might have a post, but um, it's pretty much just uh, my stuff. So, uh, if you like to know a little bit more about me, uh, that's it for this episode. Really hope you enjoyed the content. If you did, please show us some love on social media. And again, like, comment, subscribe. It really helps us out and we appreciate it. Hit us up with any questions you have or comments. Uh, we'd love to hear your feedback. And if you give us a five-star review on iTunes, uh, it's much appreciated. Have a good one. That's it for this episode of Brewing the 99. We hope you let us visit your ears again soon. Pushing on the floor, ain't nothing better. Oh, now you're letting go. Heart beating fast, your feet pushing on the floor.